right. Good morning, folks. Welcome back. Happy Friday. And it's time to talk about what's been going on in yet another week where it's pretty well obvious. I saw a story that even the Atlantic is now realizing and saying openly that the U.S. is headed into decline, if not complete collapse. So when the leftists finally realize it, or admit it at least, you know things are pretty well down the the, uh, the toilet bowl at that point. Uh, anyway, we have um, we don't have the whole crew on yet. Uh, we're still waiting for Jeff to fix a Skype problem. But I do have David Justice on, so I'll say good morning, David. How you doing? You may be muted. David? I think he's got his mic muted. It's always disappointing, folks, to be here all alone on a discussion show. Uh, David, are you there? I'll wait for him for just a minute more, and then we'll get started, because I know folks are, are anxious to, uh, to talk about what's going on. Um, oops, but now we've lost him. He'll rejoin, I hope. Um, well, let's... Um, Let's see. We got so many places to start. Let me let me talk about this first. Okay, David's back. Are you there, David? I am. Okay, that's better. Continue. We can hear you now. So, uh, good morning. And um, why don't you? You got a particular story. I, I sent you the one that um, I was going to work up to, but um, we'll go ahead and start there since it's just you and I for a second, if you want. How you well, doing? Well, talking about the the Russian missiles. Yes. Well, not missiles. Uh, yes. Space launch. Well, let's talk about that. Go for it. Tell me what you know. Okay. Well, so essentially the story is uh, Russia, Russia, Russia has done it again. They launched an unknown payload into orbit, uh, not the first time, not the 30th time. And um, there is all kinds of uh, hand-wringing on uh, Capitol Hill and in the Swamp Central because now, and I think the reason why this launch is particularly uh, important is because now that the uh, the Senate has had its head handed to it on a platter by the American people who say, hey, you know, we're being invaded and all you think about is defending Ukraine's borders. <coughs> so suddenly they're bringing all the Congress critters into a skiff and they're, they're showing them why Russia, Russia, Russia and Putin uh, need to have, uh, you know, uh, another 60 billion bucks or more sent to Ukraine because be afraid, be very afraid. And the, the reason why I think it's important is uh, they're saying, oh, what, what's on this thing? Uh, could it be that they have um, various abilities to drop nukes on America from orbit? And the answer is sure. We've had the technology. They've had the technology. It doesn't even take that. Uh, Russia has hypersonic missiles that the United States does not. Within 90 seconds, they have already had the ability to wipe out the country. Thankfully, even though there's a senile commander-in-chief that uh, wouldn't respond anyway and uh, might walk into the wall rather than punching the keys on the nuclear football, pun intended. The uh, the space nukes, in other words, honestly are not really a problem, not when you compare it to the other things that they have and that we know we have. Zarbamba, the, um, the tsunami bombs, which are off the coast. If Russia wanted to do something, they've certainly had the opportunity. And um, here, here's the here's the uh, the bottom line. This is uh, a bit from um, the Gateway Pundit via Grant Stinchfield and others. Uh, Representative Mike Turner, hand ringer from Ohio, sounded the alarm on the urgent booga 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 national security threat. And uh, guess what? He's working with the Biden viewer behind the scenes, so you know that there's the uh, the corruption element here involved to uh, to counter this dreaded national security threat. And guess what? Uh, we undoubtedly are going to have to pass uh, more billions for Ukraine in order to protect America because they might take out U.S. satellites. Well, folks, China has ASAT weapons, anti-satellite weapons, and has and has demonstrated them uh, several years ago. So uh, don't buy the hype. All right, uh, David, any your comments on it? Well, I'd like to uh, share a perspective. 
uh, it seems to me that, you know, we remember back to Paul Harvey's If I Were the Devil speech, you know, and how he would, the first thing he would do is go in and corrupt religion. I think this whole evangelical ideology of uh, the dispensationalism and, and Russia being the enemy, I think that this whole, this is all part of a greater narrative to keep uh, Christians, institutional Christians, from seeing what's really going on. Because they're so locked inside their doctrinal belief system, their indoctrination, they can't think outside that. And so all this talk about Russia, you know, and, you know, Putin's rival just died, I guess, in prison or something. And, and so here's Kamala, Kamala Harris. Right up there with Seth Rich. Decides to throw in on a con. Huh? I, forgive me, but right up there with Seth Rich and 90-plus people that are on the Clinton dead list. And who knows how many that are being assassinated all over the place. you got people in gulags in, okay. in the United States. So, yes, Putin is bad. For crying out loud, Putin's a piker. So, talk about Hitler. Talk about the okay, Biden so, Fuhrer. Talk about Obama. It, it really, honestly, it, 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 it frankly pisses me off, David, when I hear so much hand-wringing about how bad Putin is. But, hey, if Hitler wants to kill a few folks and rig an election... And the Biden fewer can't do anything, period, because he's senile. Well, let's just ignore that. Focus on the boogeyman. Go ahead. Okay, well, well, go with me here. Okay, so let's we can trace this all the way back to Schofield, who created a narrative on the gospel and on the scripture that resulted in the rapture and people getting out of here, you know, without having to go through the pain and suffering of the last days, when right before you know, Yeshua returns to whisk everybody off and take them to heaven where they dine for a while. Then they come back on white horses and they slay the enemy. You know, and there's that mythology, that story, that storyline that's been projected on the scripture. Russia is needed. We need Russia to maintain that narrative because in the narrative, Russia is gone, taken by the jaw, and they get dragged down to Israel, where the Antichrist is, and and that's where the final battle takes place. Well, I'm going to call I'm going to call nonsense on that. And this, if we watch, watch how much Russia is being used to. As, as the outward enemy to, to keep people paralyzed, thinking that we need to send all this money to Ukraine because if Russia steps one step outside of its cage, it can be the world. He's on that narrative where Russia's the enemy, and so that's what we're watching. Tucker goes over there, and what's the media do? Oh, my God, he's a traitor. He's talking to the enemy. So it's, it's consistent with the agenda of infiltrating into our belief system, particularly our Christian indoctrination into the Bible belief system. And then they, that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy if we continue to buy into that. And I think that that narrative has used, been used to manipulate, to emasculate, and to, uh, to derail the Christian men from, from coming into the, the fullness of who we are, so that we can take on the, the those that use that narrative, we can take them on with the truth to expose their narrative, just like I'm doing right now. I say it's perspective.
tip, but I would like everybody to try on the possibility that that might be true. Okay. Mark, I give it back to you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you were breaking up pretty badly off and on there, David, so hopefully um, people got most of that. Uh, let me uh, let me say good morning to Jeff. Jeff, I hope, is finally online. We'll let him weigh in on any of that. The uh, We started, Jeff, I don't know if you heard that or not, with the the Russia, Russia, Russia. Uh, they have uh, now got orbiting satellites. Well, they've had orbiting satellites. We've got uh, uh, the ability and uh, the technology that's been talked about for years to drop um, essentially titanium rods or, uh, you know, guided um, gravity-based weapons that by the time they accelerate from from a, uh, an orbit high above the Earth and, and penetrate the atmosphere, they picked up a lot of velocity. They release the kinetic energy of, a, of an equivalent to a nuclear bomb. So it's not like there's anything new here. The only thing that's new is the political attempt to use fear. And uh, isn't it just so amazing that uh, this Navalny fellow died in prison right about now? And I can't help but wonder, um, you know, is, is this something that the United States was able to pull? Uh-oh, can you even suggest that? After all, it's Russia, 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 and Putin that are so bad. How dare you suggest that there could be anything else? Uh, here's a headline. Uh, and then we'll go to Jeff. This is uh, Tucker Carlson uh, and uh, the Daily Mail, the leftist rag and uh, propaganda pusher from the other side of the pond. It's horrifying, barbaric, and awful. No decent person would defend it. Okay, that's from Tucker Carlson talking about the uh, the death of Navalny in a Russian gulag as opposed to a swamp gulag. Tucker Carlson, they say, finally, and they've got it in big, bold caps, wakes up to the reality of life in Russia after the latest. Well, guess what, folks? That's the reality of life in the gulag in America and the gulag in Britain and the gulag in Russia and uh, to suggest that Russia is any worse than what people who have been installed into the Oval Office for years have been pulling and I'm thinking especially and I'll mention it again of Hitlery and uh, Seth Rich there was some stuff in the last few weeks about yep they offed him we don't hear about that and you're certainly not hearing about lots and lots and lots of people rotting in American gulags for the crime of having protested a rigged election go ahead Jeff uh, Mark, uh, you know uh, that it's difficult to pronounce my last name. Uh, okay, I wouldn't say it's that difficult, me? Jeff. Uh, Dr. Pristupa? Go Jeff, ahead. It's, it's, it's Jeffy Pristupa. Okay. Oh, did in, I did, in a I did. native tongue. Okay. okay. And so I only say that to share that I've grown up with what I would call a unique perspective because it's my nationality of the Ukraine as we call it, and, and Russia. So all my life, I've, I've been reading and hearing, and yet I've had my family members and the, the Ukrainian community uh, in Denver is quite strong, uh, but I, I've had this other experience based in reality of the Ukrainian people, their mindset, their relations with Russia now, I'm 72 years old. I've been watching it for a long time. I really want to chide my Christian brothers and sisters for their failure to recognize Vladimir Putin as a brother in the Lord, for one. How blind can you be to what the man's done to protect the Christians? And to accuse him of what? Of what? What's Vladimir Putin accused of, let alone been found guilty of, that warrants the... I, I want to ask all my fellow Americans how long of the Tucker interview with Vladimir Vladimirovich, how long did you watch? 
Did you watch for two and a half hours? Did you watch for five minutes? Because I really think that by that answer, by how long somebody watched our supposed worst enemy in the world on TV with Tucker Carlson, if you did not watch that, I want to know why. And so, therefore, David, I agree with you, but people, we've got to smarten up at some time and realize we're being duped and played and manipulated and influenced every single opportunity they have to keep us away from the truth. And the truth is that when Putin said that when the USSR fell, and they instituted a constitutional republic modeled after ours. Their expectation was that it would thaw relations and everything would be better because they, in effect, became like us. They're Except more us than us now, sadly. We became communism, and so there we are. That's the rub right now. Putin is our best friend, actually. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Well, it's it's sad. And and here's another one, Jeff. There are so many ways that you can add, just apply simple logic to this to the propaganda and ask yourself, what are we being fed? Uh, here's an easy one. There are uh, literally thousands of Chinese military-aged males, probably special forces and others, coming across the border each and every month. Arguably, there are ten thousand invaders a day. A large percentage of those. Plenty of. Uh, Fully uh, able cells are coming across from, you name it, any country on the planet. We've got Hamas, we've got Hezbollah, we've got um, Communist China, we've got MS-13. And guess what? Isn't it funny? They're all scared of Russia, Russia, Russia. Well, if I was Vladimir Putin and I really wanted to take down the United States, it would be so stinking easy. All i got to do is send a bunch of Russian soldiers in right along with all the other invaders. They'll pass right on through, and they could go out and wreak havoc. And people are wringing their hands over a stupid orbiting platform. They don't even know what's on, and they're not going to be told because it's too good of a propaganda tool. So if they're really concerned about Russia, 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 and if Congress is really wanting to do something about it, Stop the stinking invasion, you blithering idiots. Russia could do anything they want, and you're going to let them. So, it, again, it's infuriating to me, guys, that this that this American public are so dumbed down that they're drinking this Kool-Aid. Go ahead, David. <laughs> well, so, um, yeah, Jeff, I, I concur with you there. And that's a dangerous thing to say when, when our government has become our enemy. It has turned on the people. It it is has usurped the power of the people, and and is allying itself with someone a a Christian someone who who believes in the in the fundamental values. At least we can say we share some fundamental values. You know, Tucker asked Putin. And by the way, I watched that interview more than once. It was so good. People, I agree with Jeff again. Tucker asked him, how do you reconcile being a Christian nation and using deadly force as a, as a commander? I thought it was an interesting question. I thought Putin evaded the answer. <laughs> but, you know, that's a really tough question for anybody in any country. Uh, and so uh, be that as it may. Um, I, that's all I have on that one. Okay. Now. Well, uh, um, so have Mark, we, have I had, we I had one, about that? I had you one want to comment. Add uh, we, we doubled. Go ahead again. Mark, I had one comment on that before we leave this subject. I just want okay. to tag it on the donkey here. I, 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 it refers to Putin's answer 
about interfering with our elections. I thought it was quite insightful when he said, why would we do that? It never makes any difference who's elected. Whoa. That is a good point. That is a good point. And, and besides which, if they were really so that's communists. All I had on that. Go ahead. I, mean, I didn't want to interrupt, but that's, that's what they felt about meddling in our elections. Oh, they think, no, no, they said, why should we? It doesn't make any difference. Yep. Oh, geez. And, and that's a good point. And not only that, if Russia was really the dreaded communists that they are and they really wanted to take down the United States, they would have helped Biden. And who isn't who isn't on board with that? They've got a communist that really makes, the, you know, a Vladimir or a Stalin or an anybody else that you can pick from Russian history, a Khrushchev, look pretty tame by comparison. Uh, we're doing exactly the same thing that Stalin did in the gulags with the January 6th people. And I keep coming back to that because uh, lawfare, and I know David wants to talk about lawfare. We'll get around that in the next segment. But um, ultimately, the, the kinds of things, using uh, the uh, the mental health argument to imprison people and uh, to, to send them to not Siberia but to swamp uh, all over the country, that has been going on here. So, you know, the, the people who are all that bent around the axle about Vladimir Putin got nothing to, uh, to compare to that's any less evil, uh, regardless of, of which of the, the last socialist candidates, especially, you can pick from. From, um, from Bill Clinton on, uh, they have, uh, their, their hands are drenched in blood. And that doesn't count the kind of blood that they are supporting to the tune of tens of millions of, um, of dead babies, whether they're pre or post birth. All right. Um, uh, Jeff, let me let me go to you. You want you want to change gears? You got another story there? Well, I just would say, well, if we're going to talk about what what Putin's done over there, uh, I think Jordan Peterson just raised his hand as he was uh, going to be censored and have to undergo mental health, whatever, in Canada. For have you ever heard Jordan Peterson? Uh, yeah. I mean, right here, why do they saying that, oh, you have to be subjected to a mental evaluation if you want to continue to practice or breathe when what's the guy ever said that was even controversial, except he's not adopting the, the New World Order party line. He well, doesn't right want to be woke and, and just wants to protest it. But and so it's happening here, too. It's global, Mark, is all I'm saying. If it's happening in Russia, and there's probably no doubt that it is, it's happening here much more so. All right. Well, That's let's, all I let's got talk on about what are the elements that, that, of the propaganda, because I want to get this up and, and, uh, and see what comments you all have, and then we'll, we'll move on. Um, I saw a great comment. Essentially, uh, the Super Baal was held on the uh, last Sunday. And it was uh, some folks that are big sports fans are saying maybe it was rigged. Maybe the refs uh, helped the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs win. They had to win, of course, because, you know, it's really important that um – that uh, America's Putin, the Biden Fuhrer, and and his uh, chief spokes liar, and that would be uh, the Taylor Swift crowd and those that are drinking her Kool-Aid, uh, because she's going to be all kinds of over the place for the leftists. Uh, anyway, she has to continue on the uh, the meteoric rise to superstardom that they have put her on. And um, the Chiefs had to win, therefore, and, uh, you know, I never heard of any of these people prior to, to much uh, far ago. I mean, I, I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan to begin with. Uh, big deal, right? She's a singer. Uh, but she doesn't have any particular insight that, say, a um, um, a Baldwin or a Hunter Biden doesn't have. Oh, good grief. 
And then hap- then what happens, of course, the Chiefs win. We have this big Super Bowl parade in Kansas City. And guess what? Right on cue, we have a mass shooting and an attempted murder. And then the Biden fewer gets up on his soapbox. And so are all the other leftists saying, we have to steal your guns. Americans, turn them on in because we want you to be just as vulnerable as those people that were gunned down there in Kansas City. And by the way, if um, if Putin is the problem and um, you're worried about him, well, just wait till you see what we're going to do to you once you have all your, your, your guns in hand um go ahead david you know the it was sun tzu that said all all war is founded in delusion delusion is like really fundamental our problem is not that we're in delusion it's our problem is is we don't realize we're in we're at war i think as a people uh, a lot of people can't comprehend just how at war we are the most recent coup d'etat occurring january 6th of course it was the 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 deep state if you want to call them that who who interrupted that whole reading and now throwing people on the right in jail for walking with trump i mean and okay so the exclamation point behind the 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 belief the know the knowing that they think they've won is all those men in jail in D.C. because of a trespass in um, on January 6th. So they've been framed. So we've got pr- political prisoners. I mean, this thing. We we are the war though. Their war is to sustain what they've taken. Our war. We're on the side of. Are we going to take it back? That's where the battle lines are, and and so we have to know what it is we're taking back. And I think most Americans don't even know what that is. They don't understand the truth that, that ultimately America is is, in found, is founded on the self-evident truth of reality, the scripture, the gospel. You know, so if we don't realize what we're losing, we don't know we're at war and and have lost it. And we got to watch Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs anyway, Mark. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about one other one since the uh, since the focus of the media is on uh, how dare there be, and it sounds like there were more than one potential shooter. And honestly, I don't think we're going to get anything remotely approaching the truth about these anyway. Uh, they may have been kids. Were they put up to it? Probably. Were there FBI infiltrators and handlers? Probably. Are they going to tell you without question? No. But earlier in the week, there was a woman in Texas who opened fire at a mega church, at least they call it a church, uh, Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church, and um, he, she, it, it was a transgender, I'm not sure what the original sex was, whether the person was or wasn't born with a penis, but uh, whatever it was, entered the church with a five-year-old boy who seems to have been a, a biological offspring of some sort. So, um, in any case, uh, the boy was killed, of course, as a human shield. And uh, the problem is that there were actually two armed security guards that were undercover there, off-duty cops and or other kinds of uh, law enforcement. They opened fire, and they put this uh, wannabe mass murderer down before he, she, it could do uh, more damage than was already the case. Joel Osteen, what does he say? Oh, it's a good thing it didn't happen during the 11 a.m. service. That would have had more people. No, the good thing is that you had armed people there that were able to take this thing out. But, of course... Oh, and, and of course, after the fact, uh, the individual was di- uh, diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia and Munchausen by proxy and was able to still legally purchase the dreaded black uh, assault rifle AR-15, the favorite of the Biden Fuhrer's uh, designated assassins. All it shows is that everything about the, um, the gun control lie is nothing but exactly that. Uh, Jeff, go ahead, and then we'll move on. Oops. Jeff, David, you still there? 
Guys, so sorry. I, I, oh, there we go. I, I, had, I had my mute. Okay. Go ahead. Now you're back. But we're at Not the break. Too late. I saying, what I was saying about that was that... Hang on, Jeff. These, this armament... This is the Drive Time Friday show where we're having a roundtable today talking about, oh, well, so many of the things that uh, just indicate how far gone America is. And, of course, in this segment especially, we want to talk about some of the specifics of what we need to do about it. I think uh, the broad uh, brush strokes are obvious, but there's a lot of detail that we need uh, to cover. Anyway, when we went to break, uh, Jeff got interrupted. He was getting ready to say something about the, the last topic we were on before we hit the, uh, the bottom of the hour. My, my my comment was, guns, question mark, stop convincing us that we need them. <laughs> That's a good point. Hello. No, really. Come, in, come on, people. Look at what they've done with our border. Look at who they've brought in. Who the hell knows? Nobody knows anything about what's going on. And you want us to give up our self-protection devices. Of course they do. For the You're very reason mind. you just described. You're out of your mind. There's no way it's ever going to happen. You should recognize that it is a dead issue. We will never give up our guns. Never. And they got to understand that. They can do all that they want. That is a dividing line. We won't cross it again. That's all I, that really. So that's a, if you guys have any hope, then you better stop your stuff that you're all doing it. We all know you're doing it. And if we're going to keep a list, it needs to be those who are on psychoactive drugs because that's the link. The drugs are pulling the triggers. Wake up to that fact. It's not the guns going off. It's a demented mind fueled by satanic evil in the form of SSRIs. You got it. I agree with that completely. You want to keep a list? Keep that one. Anybody on one of those drugs? No guns for you. All right. I, again, that, that's, that's, all. A that's all I got on point. that. You can't yeah. argue with it. I can argue with it. Let me give you another point of view. Okay. Go ahead. Jeff, I think they know exactly what they're doing. I think they, I think they know exactly what they're doing. And like the bully on the beach come to get yep. sand in somebody's face trying to get you to fight. I think that's yep. what they want. They want us to fight. And so they keep poking us. In our, you know, whatever that provokes us, they need to provoke us to fight because we're not ready to fight because we're too stupid to realize we're at war. So, so they want us to prematurely operate from a place of rage 
and, you know, go, go to a place of civil war. That's what they want. That's what they need as the cover story. It's the ink that the octopus escape from, yep. you know, it's the, it's the, it's the smoke screen to get away and they need it. They need it. They need it. So I really think that's what's going on. They know damn well that what the Constitution says, but they blatantly and contemptuously in utter disregard. But they remember they already won, right? They're operating from a place of the coup d'etat was the most recent coup d'etat was completed January 6th, and they're in power. The, the musical chairs have stopped as far as they're concerned. Now we just have to submit and obey. And so anything they can do to stir up a, um, <clears throat> a, a, uh, a ruckus, they can, they can now use the police state to put down, and that's what they want. So <clears throat> we've got a dilemma in that we're damned if we do pick up guns, and we're damned if we don't. Go ahead, Mark. Okay. Well, again, I, I can't argue with uh, with. Let me put it this way: There's a lot of stuff you can't argue with, and what you can't argue with is the fact that on every front we're under attack, and it's clear that uh, the, the biggest hurdle in my mind, in terms of getting most people to wake up, and and let's face it, Scripture tells us they're not; they are going to go to their graves in their terminal delusion. But uh, for those who still think we have family members that might be saved, the biggest hurdle is they really do want you dead. The reason they want you disarmed, the reason they want you to take the poison poke, the reason they don't want you to own property, the reason they don't want you to even have a dog, and we talked about that last week, is so they can more easily kill you and submit, uh, cause you to submit to authority. And that's why they're doing what uh, Jeff, uh, or what uh, uh, David has liked to talk about, the uh, the Schofield Reference Bible and the dumbing down and the uh, the Romans 13 government-inspired version. So on every front, guys, uh, I think we're seeing that, and uh, hopefully we understand where it leads to and what the, what the, uh, the, the upshot is. I, I guess... If I was to pick two things that I would say, uh, here are the elements that Americans need to be concerned about. One, the meltdown of the fiat dollar. You know, it all ultimately boils down to the love of money and dishonest weights and measures, and that undermines an entire system. And along with that, of course, is the invasion that has been planned that is intended to be the uh, the one-two punch. So you're going to have people essentially that are going to wake up one day, find the shelves at Walmart empty, their dollar is worthless, they don't have any domestic manufacturing. Oh my, there's no food. The supply chain's been broken. Now what? Answer. Look out your window. You've been invaded, and those people want to take your home, take what animals you have, and then take your life, especially if you're disarmed. All right, Jeff, I know you had some things you wanted to mention, so go ahead and kick us off in that direction. Well, Mark, that that, that is, you know, when you talk about that, you know, I, my, my heart's broken for single moms out there. You know, they're trying to feed kids, and there's no money. Uh, the elderly who were shut in and they uh, are trying to decide between buying their prescriptions, which is killing them, or buying food in their cart. I watch them go in the supermarkets. They go over to the drugstore first and then shop with what's left. And all they can afford to put in their cart is carbohydrates. And so we got a lot of really deep problems that are affecting uh, more than just life on a philosophical side. Uh, there's a reality going on out there, and uh, I was sharing with my wife uh, just yesterday, and we were uh, having uh, a bit of a prayer time, and we were both saying that the world has changed so much that the things that we used to be able to rely on as boundary markers for just navigating around 
have all been taken down. And it's like we're all in some kind of free flight right now. We're falling, 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 and nobody can get their bearings. And we don't know what to do except cry out like we always do. That's all I got. Whoops, you're breaking I, up now. May I jump in? Go ahead. May I jump in? Go ahead. Uh, you know, I I don't I think I think can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so I think I what, another just another way of looking at what Mark just said, okay? I think it's always been this way, but the blinders are coming off and what we've really lost is the perceived assurance of certainty. Certainty is 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 what's like not there anymore. And there was so before there was the illusion of certainty. Exactly. Well, that's all, that's, that's all crumbling down around us. And so we're not certain anymore how to be certain about anything. And that's uncomfortable. And that, that's being used against us. Okay. One, one thing, uh, you didn't mention was that uh, they can drive us to suicide and, and the suicide rate is astronomical. Uh, and if they can drive us to drugs or if they can drive us to whatever because we've lost our mind because we went to church and tried that on. It didn't work out for us. And so now what's what is left, you know? So it's, it's the, the, it's the drive. It's the inherent drive within us to know the truth. And when we, when we allow the spirit of our father, which is the spirit of truth, if we allow that to provide our certainty for us, we're going to be just fine. Now, there's there's an amazing thing because, you know, there's a scripture that says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Well, if we're living in that kind of certainty, we're going to know exactly what to do and when to do it when the time and opportunity and circumstance all present themselves. So I, I find peace in knowing that our commander-in-chief is not of this world, Mark. All right, and, and that is certainly vital and it's important. The, um, the thing that I think is interesting, guys, and, and let me throw this out because I know the, uh, the tendency here is always to go back and we'll talk about Scripture and the fact that we know where our hope is and we know who we have to trust. But one of the things that I think is helpful along the way, and, and I've dealt with this, wrestled with the question of faith and how do we get to the point of realizing we've been lied to so much from Big Brother and all of the minions of Satan who walk in men's shoes that we have to, tr- to trust in him. We can trust in him, but, but there's this element, too. Uh, we, we've been warned that there's going to be this deception. I think more and more people are seeing the deception. One of the things that, that I have found for years that helps folks to wake up, at least it helped me to, is to compare the level of deception and the things we're being told are true and recognize that they're inherently contradictory. So here's an example. It's an easy one. Um, my body, my choice, right? Got to kill your kids. The only right, isn't this amazing, the only right that an American woman has in 2020 through 24, uh, you don't have a right to say no to the Injection. I don't you don't know. have a right to say no to uh, being disarmed so that the rapists can have their way with you, but you do have a right to kill a kid that's in your body. That's the only right you have. So there's a contradiction. People that prattle, my body, my choice, but hey, give me the lethal injection, please, because I want to commit suicide by lethal injection. Well, they're either idiots or they are engaged in Orwellian doublethink. So as people begin to wake up, we can see these contradictions. I mentioned a couple this morning. Right? Be afraid, be very afraid of Putin. But if he was really the boogeyman, why doesn't he invade across the southern border? It's child's play. Why not? Answer, because something's wrong with the narrative. They're telling you a lie, 
And you just have to recognize that it can't possibly be true or else he would have done the obvious thing. And Jeff pointed out the same thing with the election. It's so rigged. Why would they worry about um, rigging it to come out the way that if they were that bad, they'd want? All right, uh, Jeff, let's go to you. Yes, thank you. Um, thank you, David, for saying what I said better than I said it. <laughs> By the way, thank you for that. Um, Mark, you, I, I wanted to mention your, your Come Out of Her My People show last night. Uh, I, I listened to you. I made two pages of notes. And it's probably to fit in really well right here. You're, you're uh, part about overcoming. And uh, over here's my note. Overcoming is important. And it has to be a quality of ours, uh, a characteristic of ours. Uh, I think that that's really timely. And I think it might be time for us to remember that we are also called upon to be fruit examiners. We are supposed to be judging the tree by the fruit it produces. I don't want Bingo. us to let go of that right now. And we should be doing that on all things right now. We know what is good and what isn't. We should use that, examine the fruit. And then, so that's all I had to offer there. Uh, I really enjoyed that show last night, Mark. I, I, uh, I said I got a lot of things we could talk about, about that. Your thing about the pets, but but go ahead. Let's continue on uh, with examining fruit. What are we seeing with our own eyes, and can that help us determine the next steps that we should take? Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, David, why don't you go ahead and weigh in if you'd like? Okay, well, I'd like to throw out, Scripture's very uh, clear. It was Paul who wrote that when when people refuse to love the truth, God sends, sends them a powerful delusion so they'll believe a lie. Now, you've yep. got to know that the, the most powerful uh, one in the universe has the most powerful delusion. So, so our Father's on both sides of this equation. And here's the good news is that those of us that love, that love the truth, the antithesis of that scripture is that effect. He sends us the truth. So those of us who love the truth, we get more truth. And those of us who don't love the truth, they get more delusion. So we're living in the world now of the di- dichotomy of delusion versus truth. And so everything that was said about distinguishing the fruit by their tree, excuse me, by the fruit, you will know them. A good tree can't bear bad fruit, and likewise a bad tree can't bear good fruit. So when we look at the narrative, like when we look at Putin, when we look at Ukraine, when we look at the southern border, when we look at Israel and Gaza, you know, when we look at all this, there, there, there's, a, there's a truth going on. And our best hope and, and best duty, first duty, is to know the truth and to know, to be able to distinguish the game they're playing and the lies they're telling so that people around us, when they finally get to a place where they want to know, then you become the light of the world, we become the salt of the earth, and we restore things the way they're supposed to be. When the evil is in power, this is what we experience. But when the, when the, when the people of our Father are in power, well, that's an entirely different, that's an entirely different planet. And I think that's where ultimately this is going, Mark. All right. 
So let me ask a question we try to ask every week. we got about six or seven minutes left. Um, with, with some caveats that we talk about every week, I, I contend the answer is come out of her, my people, be separate. Um, and, and the question, of course, is always how do we do that? What does that look like in a situation where things are so off the, off the rails? Um, and, and, again, I think there are some obvious choices. We've, we've talked about these two. Uh, for example, we know the economic system is melting down, so we need to have alternatives. We know that they're getting ready to put mRNA and vaccines in the food. We obviously want to have, uh, if we can't grow our own food, and most of us can't, even if we can grow some of it, we can't grow it all. So um, so what then? Well, we, we have to have local networks and the ability to get with folks and, and buy things that we trust and trade things with people we trust and, and so forth. What else? Um, um, I, let's go to you first, David, and then and we'll go back to Jeff because I know he has some more notes there. What as far as what what to stock up on? Well, no, I mean specifically, how do we come out? Uh, I think that's the key because everybody knows well we got to do it. Okay, all right, all right. We know we have to do it. Okay, but what does that look like? Because most of us are in places where we physically can't, and uh, maybe we're afraid to. Maybe we think, well, you know, I got to pay my taxes, or they'll come steal your house. Hey, you know what? They're going to come steal your house anyway. It's not yours. Um, So, so what does it look like practically (laughs) as we move into this situation? And recognize where we are. Okay. Well, first, the first, it, it, it begins with us each and in each one of us individually realizing that I am, that I and the Father are one. We begin there because that's our identity. And as Sun Tzu said, if you don't know who you are, and you go up against an enemy, you're never going to win. You got to begin with knowing who you are, who we are, who I am individually, who we are collectively. What is it that we're? What? Who are we? Okay. Then the next thing is to to know your enemy. If if you know yourself and you don't know your enemy, you're going to lose. If you know yourself and you know your enemy, then we will never lose. And this is Sun Tzu and the Art of War. We can find scripture, tons of it, to support this idea that no weapon forged by man can prevail against people who have their minds right, who have repented and changed their mind into a tool rather than a prison uh, with delusional walls and barriers that prevent us from coming into the fullness of who we are. And that's what this battle is ultimately about. They're throwing chaff our direction so that the people of the world are confused and they don't know what the truth is. And so this, the, their, their, their weapon of their warfare is confusion. The weapon our, our, our warfare is taking into captivity every vain imagination. Now, you asked me where we began. I can go on, we could go on into, you know, you know, buying stuff we need for that time or whatever, but we really, it really is a spiritual awareness. All revolutions have their beginnings in the mind. So we start with understanding us, our mind, and who we are, and who the enemy is, and the rest will kind of just fall into place, Mark. Uh, well, I agree, David, but we've, we've had that discussion. We're all on the same page there. So um, I, I think there's more to it. I, I, I mentioned that idea of faith because all of us would say, oh, I have faith. I trust in him. I'm, I know who I serve. But so show me your faith by your works. And What do those look like? Uh, um, uh, go ahead, Jeff. I know you had some comments on that. Yeah, Mark, uh, I think it's a good point. Uh, I think that what we have right now as individuals b- before us all, uh, people who have a relationship with God, the creator God, 
uh, it is up to us to really recognize right now that if we don't preserve ourselves, the only representation of our creator to his creation will be lost. And there won't be any between our creator and the created that have the task of representing the creator in creation. We're going to, we're not, we are offered such a lofty status, but we don't think it worthwhile to redeem it. So it's going to go away. And I'm saying that we've got to not allow ourselves to be isolated. Although we're a remnant, we've got to really come together right now. We've got to find ways of not using the king's money, thereby he loses control over us. We need to learn how to use people instead of technology. We need to choose each other and clan up. That's what I got. Okay. Clan up. Uh, David, three minutes. Um, what, what else do you have in the way of uh, really practical things that we need to be thinking about now while there's time? Uh, uh, let me throw out an example. Um, if you are hungry and you're starving to death, it's kind of tough to focus on the spiritual aspects. Now, I know that we need to have gotten there first, but on the other hand, likewise, um, if you have tools that you need that are going to be uh, vital, whether it's a firearm or a shovel, in helping you survive what's coming, um, those kinds of things. Uh, go ahead, David. Okay, well, okay, so I'm going to distinguish right now for the audience, and I think most people know this, but let's, let's share it anyway. What our enemy, what terrifies them the most is the light. Darkness hates the light, and I can't emphasize that enough. And what is, what is that actually saying? Exposure. They don't like this conversation that we're having on this radio station. They don't like the conversation that Tucker Carlson went and conducted with Putin. They don't like Trump every stinking day calling them out on their treason. Okay, These are things that are working in our favor. So I'm going to encourage everybody to jump on board this exposure train and just point to them and explain to people around you who these people are and what's going on. Now, if you get rejected, well, vindication is weak. It'll come later because the more we go down this hole, the more people will remember your words and go, wow, you spoke a lot of sense back in the day. I didn't buy into it then, but, you know, I want to hear more. So the the momentum is shifting, and, and I'm going to give credit worse. Credit is due. Trump gets credit for setting that. But before Trump, it was the Patriot Movement. It was the Sada Sovereign Citizens Movement. It was the John Birch Society. It was the – and there's this Ron long Paul's train of, Party. of individuals co-opted. through the course of the last 40 or 50 years that, that, that sustained an understanding of the truth, exposing the narrative. And now we're living in the time where the ultimate battle is ter- ripping off the, the mask of that delusional reality – and, and letting people see it for what it is. And I think the, uh, what will happen after that, just, you know, let's watch a movie. This is about to get really good, Mark. All right. We got a less than a minute. Jeff, anything else you want to, want to put in there before we, uh, before we hear the music? Yeah, Mark, in a real practical way, I would just, uh, encourage us all that Examine your relationships, your family, the relationships around. Uh, if you're estranged from anyone, if there's any, you know, that need repair, uh, repair that. Uh, I would say, why don't you practice telling the people around them that you do love? Why don't you just go ahead and let them know that you really do love them? And 
just assure them that should things happen, you're there, you're available, and you always have appreciated them, and you just want them to know it. All right, and that's certainly a that's good what way we can do right to uh, to close up. Uh, well, one more minute. Um, let's see if there's any other elements here that we can throw out. Any of the deceptions? Yeah, I guess bottom line is that they impeached Mayorkas this week. We didn't even talk about that. Uh, ultimately, all I can say is too little, too late. And for crying out loud, how could anybody vote against that? The guy's a traitor, and everybody knows it. So the fact that this is the kind of Ken stuff that Buck. they're distracting us with speaks volumes. Uh, who was that, Jeff? Yeah, they, Ken they Buck voted against it. Can you believe that? I can. Yes. But they voted the they voted him back in for on a motion to reconsider, so he did get impeached. Now it's up to the Senate to have their trial. I think it's a great thing. Again, exposure. A lot of stuff's going to come out, and so this is going to be a spectacle. And I think that it it is going to destroy them even more. Whether right. they indict, well, whether they actually find him guilty or not. Let's so I'm, let's, I'm let's very hope that that's the case, the and you're right. The value here is an exposure and in letting people know, not in expecting the system, which is corrupt to the core, to actually fix anything. So with that, there we go. I'll say, uh, hey, folks, uh, Shabbat Shalom. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys.